Larry, you're the uh, observer. Yeah. So this role play, <clears throat> you'll be a business owner of a 20,000 square foot commercial office space. Okay. And you're the you're the operations VP of operations. That work? So wait a second. You said he was the owner. Now he's the VP of Okay, so you're the owner. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I had to make sure. Yeah, you're the owner. Owner occupier. Don't need to make I have it. an office in the building as well. Sure. That's right. And there's also tenants in the office. Okay. Got it. Matt Warren. Matt, good to see you. Yeah, thanks so much for meeting with me. Absolutely. I appreciate you taking Looking time. Forward to, to what you had to say. I appreciate you taking some time to sit down and talk about your building. So how long have you guys been in the building? Uh, 20 years we built the building 20 years ago. Oh, wow. Well, that's great. It's you and there's a few other tenants in the building? I have six tenants. It's myself and my business partner. Uh, we have an office and then there's six other companies in, in the building. Fantastic. And so uh, what made you uh, want to uh, take the meeting today? Well, you were pretty persistent. You wouldn't give me a lot of information, so you sure. said you help people like me. So, I'll sure, show me how. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, sure, our uh, client down the street, uh, Johnny, Johnny Jones. I don't know if you know Johnny or not. Yeah, I've met him before. We've been maintaining his property uh, now for a good five years, and I can't believe we hadn't met yet. So, I just wanted to take a few minutes and uh, tell you a little bit about what we're doing for him and see if there might be a fit. Uh, tell me what you know about uh, Total Comfort Solutions and um, what we do. You guys are HVAC people, right? Well, that's right. But we take a little bit different approach. We look at your building and, and also your uh, budgets. We have more of a financial uh, uh, solution uh, as opposed to just diving in and uh, looking at all your of your equipment right away, we take more of a financial solution. And I want to just kind of show you a little bit about how we do that. Okay. And we're a link service. You'll see that on all of our literature. Link is a Fortune 500 a company that we're a franchise of, and we work with them. But you're local, right? That's right. Okay. Exactly. So just to go over like a little bit of an agenda, we'll look and talk about some of the challenges and, and trends that we're seeing with other companies in the area and talk with you about that and see if there's anything that you might be uh, experiencing as well. Okay. We'll try to discuss any kind of operating strategy and look at how you guys operate this building and talk about some of the tenants and if there's any issues with HVACs or building performance in general. And then we'll look at any kind of proven results and uh, talk about how our, our process works and how we get uh, clients on board if it makes sense. Does that sound like a nice little agenda that we can... When you say proven results, what are you referring to? The proven results, so we'll get to that if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. So some of the challenges and trends uh, that we're seeing, these are 10 of the most popular ones. So what is this? <laughs> yeah, sure. So. Oh, okay. Sometimes we're, uh, when I show this to the client, there's normally one or two that pop out, but uh, just to show you, Johnny down, the, uh, Johnny down the road, indoor air quality is a big issue for him. When COVID happened, 
and people started to come back into the office, they, everybody wanted to make sure that their office space has got nice indoor air quality and not uh, when you say nice, what do you mean by nice? It smells good? <laughs> it smells what do you mean? good. Well, just from a standpoint of being safe and recirculating. Oh, okay, okay. I get, I get that. You guys can help with that. Uh, that's what we do. Cool. Yes, sir. And most of the time, you said your building was about 10 years old. 20. Eight, 20 years old. 20. Uh, excuse me. Aging facilities is something we're in and out of all day. I mean, that's a... That's definitely a, a common trend, is that these buildings are getting older and the infrastructure is getting older. A lot of the equipment, if it's not properly maintained, will fail quicker. Yeah, we've had to replace some of our rooftop units, so I know what you mean. Really? Yeah, well, you know, 20 years. A few years ago, one just went, died on us. Right. Can't operate in the south without AC, right? Oh my gosh, they shut down the whole building, or was it? A section made it difficult for about a week and a half well, until we could get our current provider to come and, and tell us how long it would take to get a unit because they had to replace it. They couldn't repair it. Tell me about that. So what happened? Uh, well, a uh, couple of my tenants really got mad and they deducted the, the prorated rent for the amount of time that we were down. Sure. As you can imagine, that hurt our bottom line, but what am I going to do? Kick them out? So, so we got on our current vendor and really rode them to get this thing replaced as soon as possible because it was costing us money every day. Not only what they weren't paying us, but you know, other people, the people, people who work in my office, everybody was uncomfortable. So you said it was about a week that everybody was out of air? It, yeah, it was about five working days. Okay. You know, they worked over the weekend so they got it done for the following Monday, but yeah. Sure. And that, uh, did the whole unit have to be replaced or was it just Yeah, they, you know, I'm not a technical guy, I don't know sure. exactly, but it, it, it basically was, it had to be sent to salvage. Oh man. <laughs> Couldn't be repaired. So, so you had yeah, it was a big hit. It was a big hit. And was we were not prepared for that. Sure. No, no. We knew that at some point it could happen, but we weren't expecting it this year. Gotcha. So, where did you have to take money from to come so up with that? We have a contingency budget for things that may go wrong. Sure. Um, don't always know how much it is, but fortunately we had enough that we could pull from that. Now we just have to hope that some of those other things don't happen this year, sure. or else we're going to have to dig into our pocket, my partner and I, and I don't really want to do that. Totally understand. Well, one of the things that we're going to talk about is if there's any way that we can get those on a preventative maintenance uh, program, a lot of times those down times and emergency calls and uh, coming up with big running a big check out of the pocket a lot of times if we're on a, a scheduled maintenance plan and we'll get into that a little bit later on but uh, would normally provide a, a level amount of costs that you don't have those huge your spikes and uh, yeah you'll have to show me what that looks like sure. i'm not getting a visual of it but yeah i see you know our aging facility and energy costs are going up like crazy you can help with that too that's one of the main uh, things that we'd like to do is help with 
our clients benchmark okay. and uh, look at the financials of where are you spending your energy and how much energy are you spending. And there's a really neat tool that we have that I'll just show you a sample here. This is a, a building scorecard that once we get the power bills, a lot of times we can. Sure. Yeah, it's, I was trying to get him to do that. Don't don't lead him. I want him to go directly. I, I, I didn't know where to jump to that. Yeah. Okay. Well, he just gave, he just gave you a lot of information. Yeah. Like, gives you the place like wait a second. You want to kind of get to that as quick as possible. I'm going to critique a little bit now, like, this guy loves to service. It took a week and a half, and I'm like, hey, well, why do you take so long? Yeah. Um, so, and then you start getting into it. So, let me just talk with, you know, it sounds like you have some issues here. Let me get into that. So, you want to get into that information. Yeah. And don't bring this down. Because he had asked, he led with outbreak. He led with an energy question, because he wanted to move along. Yeah. Well, that's because that's a problem. And, so, what my first concept meeting, I, I couldn't get off of that page. I didn't know when to get into this. You know, as soon as you feel like you have enough information, that he's like, he's already got problems. You know, he's got a contract that services out there. You know, he's got mad tenants. Yeah. So, so, so I like you had a lot of issues here. So let me talk about why. I want to understand total business where you're spending all this money. And let me just show you. You you have. Eight categories you're spending money on. It sounds like you've had issues with all of them. So let me just ask you. And then you just go into the financial. Yeah. So don't look at that. Now go to that. So you just finished talking about how the tenants are. So your uh, tenants had to be without HVAC for a week. Is that what you told me? They had. So normally what we do is we discuss how. Everybody has eight categories of uh, where their uh, building spend comes into play. This is the iceberg that we uh, all all buildings have a life cycle of cost. The first 15 to 25 percent is what you can see. It's everything from design to construction to tearing out of the building. But then so like 20 years ago, what I right. spent to get this thing off the ground. Okay. Exactly. Well, the 75 to 85 percent of that is operating and maintenance and replacement costs. It's kind of the, the part of the iceberg that you can't see. So all of that, according to ASHRAE, which is a group of engineers that are a lot more smarter than me, they put together. This is where everybody spends normally all of their costs and you already mentioned that you had major repairs so with the major repairs that's just one piece of the pie we then can talk about parts and materials uh, parts and materials uh, most of the time if people have in-house staff they have uh, parts and materials do you guys have an in-house Facility team. We do have a maintenance guy, one guy who takes care of the building, but he's not an expert in HVAC. He's okay. kind of a Johnny on the spot, can do pretty much everything. Sure. <coughs> he changes the filters. Okay, well, you know, that type of thing. With most uh, commercial office spaces, most of the time they have a facilities guy that uh, maintains, maintains the facility. But, uh, a few other things. So, contracted services. You mentioned that you have a facility, a uh, a service that you use right now. Uh, yeah, we have an outside HVAC contractor that we call when we need help. 
Perfect. And uh, they've been uh, working with you now for a few years. Or? Yeah, we've used them, I think, the last five years. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the other main expense here that people have when they have commercial office space is, is just the energy spend. Uh, do you know what your power bill is, or do you, are you involved well, in that process? My business partner is the numbers guy. I, I focus on growing our, our tenant base and, and keeping them happy. That, you know, we're, so I, no, no. Okay. Well, one of the main parts of this solution is to really look at the energy spend. And would it be a problem if we uh, spoke with him and got the, the last 13 months of power bills so that we could do, uh, you know, benchmark your facility against other facilities? I don't see that as a problem. I'd have to get you in touch with him, though, if I can do that. Sure. Well, that'd be great. And what was his name? Charlie. Charlie. That'd be great. So lastly here, well not lastly, one of the major uh, expenses is the capital. So capital, you talked about the equipment on your roof, that major unit that went down. When we talk capital, we're talking about the assets. Uh, those are major expenses, uh, major investments that you've got sitting on your roof. The avoidance part is the part that when they're properly maintained, a lot of times you can avoid have it out, outweigh those major expenses in the future, the major capital. Uh, so you're telling me you could have prevented me from having to replace that unit this year? I, I believe that would be something we could help you with. So. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Lost productivity, you mentioned that your whole facility was down and, and there were people that were not able to work. So lost productivity is definitely a key uh, operating and- Yeah, but I don't pay for that. No, you don't pay for that, but that's definitely something that we need to talk about because when you had the tenant that was out, uh, not able to produce, and then they took money out of your uh, out of your payment, that was definitely lost productivity and revenue that you guys had. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. And then this administrative cost is is the cost of, of you and your partner having to deal with all of this, to deal with the headache and uh, deal with keeping the uh, keeping the, the tenants happy making sure that they're, if a tenant actually leaves and having to fill that spot with a new tenant, all that is the administrative cost that we're trying to look into and, and put a dollar value to it. But a lot of times that's that's not very tangible cost. It's the it's the midnight, you know, call it midnight and the having to uh, work around trying to deal with this loss. Does that make sense? There's I think so. I think so. So what you're trying to tell me is this building that I have has a life cycle and this cost. Okay. Right. So we'll. This is really what sets us apart is gathering all this information so that we can talk to the numbers and, and look at the whole building performance as a whole and not just dive into the equipment. All right. Like I said, I'll introduce you to Charlie. For that. Perfect. And then. So here what you'll see is when folks are on, which most everybody that we talk to are, are all more of a reactive plan here, the cost goes up and down, up and down. And, and normally when they have a major loss like you experienced last June, and they have to write that check for the big amount, their expenses for that month go way up, they go way down. Uh, 
What we do with our clients is put them on a more of a proactive HVAC strategy where it's a set amount they can budget uh, every month that doesn't fluctuate. And we cover all those major costs and uh, tie that in doing uh, preventative maintenance on the equipment. And then this blue area here is all the savings. So over time, the savings grow and grow and grow as you're not having to outlay and come up with the funds still from that a contingency. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. You could take that money and invest it back into your building into uh, areas like image and uh, what would you do with that money if you didn't have to put it into the HVAC system? Is there something that, is there an area that you would have spent the money? Well, there is some uh, landscaping I've been wanting to do, but I don't have the, that in the budget for this year. So yeah, that would be nice. I'm trying to put it up in the tiny wall or? No, just you know, make it look nicer on the outside. You know, the inside works really well. The outside's kind of, like I said, 20 years. We haven't really up done anything other than just maintain the, the, the landscaping. So we can make it look a lot more. Well, it sounds Anthony, that your situation's the same as Johnny's down the road. It's all about the first impression where people drive up. They really want the place to look nice. It helps. It definitely helps. helps. tenants and helps. You get new tenants, it helps keep them happy. Part of their image too as well, their business. Exactly. And it makes the building value go up. So we'll talk about all of that. Our, our process is um, just to kind of show you if, if all this makes sense. We have a set process that we go through every client. And this is the concept, meaning that's what we're in right now. We've already talked about challenges and trends. It sounds like the major repairs when it went out last year is a major uh, challenge for you guys well then uh, uh, come up with an action plan and this action plan is something that we talked about earlier but just to show you what it looks like this is a something that we'll agree upon uh, the next steps if it makes sense one of the major parts of all this is getting with that partner. Do you think it'd be a problem if we got all that together and I could come back and pick him up, say Wednesday when I'm back? It's really up to Charlie how long it's gonna take, but I'll introduce you to him before, before you leave. Oh, that'd be perfect. Because uh, really getting those financials is a, is a key to all this puzzle to make sure that we're able to give you a, a real snapshot of what your mechanical systems were costing you guys over the course of the year. Okay. And then once we get those financials and I come back and get those, I'll probably have a few questions that I have I thought about uh, since we leave here today. I have a few questions that we can go over those next time we get together. But I'll then try to schedule the assessment. So uh, the assessments where. So what's this going to cost you? Uh, the assessments, it, it, it's just going to cost you a little bit of time. and and information. So there's no financial outlay. No. Oh, okay. No, sir. So now I get to see where my building's at. That's right. And, and, and really this is the key discovery phase where I'm able to get in with the technician and walk through your facility. Uh, is there somebody that would be able to get me into these places or? I'll introduce you to our maintenance guy, oh, Bill. Okay, perfect. So um, after we get the power bill, we'll normally come back I like to do our our, our assessments on Fridays so I could come back Friday morning at 8 o'clock if that works for you guys but get with Bill and 
we come up with. Uh, I'll give you his number. You can work that schedule out. Okay, right, perfect. I'll do that. Uh, once we get all this information and we have the financial benchmark uh, that we can go over, we'll schedule this verification meeting. The verification meeting is where we get together. It only takes about an hour, but I'm really able to go through all of the findings that we have from this assessment, go over some photos of some issues if we see any issues, uh, go over the financial benchmark. And I know we haven't gone over it yet, but this is just an idea of what the, the building scorecard looks like that we'll do for your facility. Uh, we're able to get these financials of what you're spending over the course of. But what am I looking at here? It's a lot of colors and numbers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so this this is a sample building uh, down the street, and they're doing the same type of use as you are there, mixed-use property. The size is, just for example, is 45,000 square feet. Once we take the power bills, we're able to put it into the software, and this building, for example, is in the yellow. Uh, if they're in the green, that means they're more on the energy efficient side, and if they're in the red, then there might be some definite need uh, for some energy efficiencies that we can uh, look into further. The, uh, this, the, yeah, because I haven't gone through this very well. I, I would say just briefly, yeah, we'll put one of these together for you. It'll show you where you're standing and some potential savings we can discuss to put it away. That, that's it's really, really important. All, it's just, all, yeah. the, all of the information, we're going to see is your building energy efficient or not. Obviously, this one's in the yellow, so it's not quite as energy efficient. Our process is going to identify is there any great savings that we need. I don't know yet, so that's why I got to gather some information. Yeah, right. I'm going to come back and bring one to you to show you just where. And then, and then move on. Okay. At first, I thought you were wanting to go through these no, six. No, 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 no. I was trying not to lead you, but leading me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard. It's it's. No, that's great. This is this is perfect. You got to. Uh, this is only week two. Yeah. One and a half. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you even seen this book yet? A uh, couple times. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're just get through the process. Yeah. Sure. So once we do the verification meeting. You said that's going to be about an hour? That's right. Okay. I should probably have my partner here. So. Because <laughs> I'm waiting for him to ask that. <laughs> so is, is there anybody else besides your partner that needs to be involved in this? No, he and I can make the decision together. Okay, perfect. Uh, normally, we like to come back a week after we do the assessment. So if we're coming out with a Friday with Bobby, your facilities guy, would the following a Thursday at, say, 2 o'clock work to get it on the calendar? I'll have to get with his schedule and, and I'll let you know Okay. if he's available. I'll try and do that before you leave. So once we get the solution, excuse me, during the verification meeting, what we like to do is co-author a solution with you and, and your partner to go over how we can help and areas that you may want to do yourself or areas that, where we can help you. We'll walk through that with the solution model. Uh, and then verify the financials that we've already gathered from him. We'll verify that. Once we get all of that, and it sounds like we are in the right ballpark and that we can help you, we'll come back with a final solution. 
where we're able to uh, discuss the scope of work and and present how we can help. If, it, if that sounds like it's something that you want to move forward with, the next step is this implementation schedule. The implementation is where we uh, get together and we bring out our, our, our maintenance uh, director with our uh, general manager sometimes comes out, but you're able to meet our team that'll support you and, and really it's the handoff of trust where we hand it off to the operations so I'm, team. I'm not committing to that now. No, sir. But you're going to show me if... This is just our process that you can see how... Okay. All the different steps that set us apart and really uh, help us. That sounds us. like a lot of people in that meeting. It's a lot of people, but that's really the handoff meeting where we get going and and we're often often running uh, taking care of your facility if it's something that works out for us okay well there's, there's some areas that we can save some money sure we're always looking to do that perfect well yeah that's right so the next step is we'll uh, get the power bills and work on lining up the assessment with bobby does that sound good for you yep thank you very much I appreciate your time. Okay. Thanks. I'm still new, man. I, I'm, I got a lot of learning to do. So this is where it takes, uh, you're nowhere where all of us has ever been. That's exactly where we, we all started at something. You're at ground zero right now, right? It's yeah. You presenting is what you do. That's right. Right? So you have to understand all your all your stuff before you can have a conversation about it. Because right? that's what you did. There are so many opportunities he opened up for you. Yeah. That you just capitalized on. He, you're, I mean, he talked about in-house staff. Right? He talked about contractor services. He, I mean, there's so much you got to actively listen and put it into your product. You just got to really focus on understanding each part of that process so you can talk about it. You talk about the pie chart, you didn't ask questions about pie chart. That's where you're really going to go. So, so let me understand. Like, gotcha. So it's you and your partner here, right? You know, before I even got to that, I probably asked, so, so who, who makes the financial decisions on this one? Right? So, I mean, if you, if, do you make it or does it both, you know, both y'all have to make it? Like I even might have backed this up and said, hey, why don't we see if we can get your partner in there? So there's a lot of opportunities here. It's just you're going to have to work on, on that side. You, you, and in your defense, you're trying to remember what to say, yeah. so it's hard for you to hear what I'm saying actively so right. you can jump on it. Right. It, it, I'm still going come. through that. Yeah. This, this is a week and a half. Your, your so I do this to my wife a couple times a week. I walk around, ask the owner of the company, hey, can I do a flip? Just every day you want to do it two, three times a day. But I like asking a lot of questions so, about so, the pie so chart. We, we asked a lot of questions. So I asked what you did, we were doing. I asked a lot of questions before I did that because I want to understand. Right? And then when I figure I have enough information to kind of allow me to get into the pie chart, that's when I bring that around. Everybody does it. Well, that's the transition, like I said, from the other pages. Right now, you just present it. That's all you really do. So right. I've only done one role play prior to this training. Right? You're next. I'm next. I'll be next. I'm sorry. Um, and guess what? You get to. Once you memorize this page, you just 
listen, and then you'll know how to apply with, you know, where you're, when you're listening, you'll know how to apply it. So let's do a quick break. break. Yeah, and, and, and any other. Yeah, so I want to talk about. Don't talk about yourself, don't talk about Link, don't talk about any of that. They already know who you are. If, if I'm setting a meeting with Hayes, I'm going to do my research on Hayes. Right. I already know. I don't, that's irrelevant. Okay. Right? Don't talk about any, don't even bring that up. What if, he, what if he comes back and says, yeah, I had a really bad experience. Right. Yeah. Don't put yourself in that situation. Assume they know who you are. We don't talk about ourselves. We wait for the mask. Right? This one right here, it's pretty simple. Hey, I just want to talk about our agenda today. Really what I'm going to do is talk about some challenging trends that I know you have currently going on right now. Talk about some operating strategies that we have. Maybe talk about a couple of proven solutions. And then if we get to talk about our implementation process. That makes sense? Yeah. So let me just really get into why I'm kind of here. I'm going to talk about some challenging trends. I don't ask. I know, right? I know. I've done my research. This building's 20,000 square foot. And you got like, I think, five or six tenants here, right? I mean, so this is where you got to start. Is it like triple net lease? Or, you know, you got to understand understand what it is. I don't even know what that term means. Is it, is it you know, are you fully occupied? Like, you want to. So some of the trends that we found is that, you know, a lot of people nowadays are working from home. Did that affect your business here? Because everybody shifted from being an office environment into, you know, to, to home environment. Yep. So you want to know what their challenges are and, and tell them. Don't ask them. Tell them. Because you already know their facility, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just doing a real fast. Ask enough questions that leave it into this. You can ask questions on here. So it's really you getting permission to even bring this up. Do you go into the whole, this is an iceberg? Yeah, I do, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, this is an iceberg analogy. It really says, hey, the top 15, 20% is what you cost to build this building. You said you so built it. I told you I built it 20, you, 20 years. years. Do you remember what you spent on here 20 years ago? Exactly. Like, ask those that's questions. That's a good one, yeah. Right? And then the second part is really what you and your partner understand is owning and operating costs. It costs a lot. Every time you lose a tenant, do you have to remodel for the new tenant? That's a lot of expense right there. Number one reason why people lose tenants is comfort cooling. In every office space, number one reason why they lose tenants is comfort cooling. And then that kind of, you said, you know, you had a unit that broke down. There's a reason why you may lose tenants. Our solution to find out is, can we ever prevent that? So let me just ask you a lot of questions and kind of understand what you're doing. And then you get into all the rest of it. Right? It's a, it's, you'll make that transition from presenting to be in a So on a on a matter of time, I don't want to push it. Let 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 they'll go and who do you want for? Just 